You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Should I do the intro? I think so. Okay. Wait. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Just shake it out. Okay. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover. And I'm Candace. And I am Jess. Welcome to the only podcast on the whole Gosh darn internet where it's Candace and Jess judging books Jumpin on their covers. That's the gin. <laughs> judging books on their covers. Uh, we don't read these books. We just look at the covers. We find, we scoop out the delicious other story that's hidden mm-hmm. on the surface. The surface story that the you can see story. with your eyes and feel mm-hmm. with your heart. And we find it. We find that story and we tell, we deliver it directly to you, straight to your brain. Beam it in, mm-hmm. Scotty. Yeah, you know, we've really found out um, overdoing this show that you can judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You just probably won't be right. That's also true. You know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Accept it. It's, it's all right. It's okay that we all make mistakes. That's how you learn. Yeah. Uh, you learn by doing, making mistakes, getting things wrong, getting mm-hmm. things right sometimes. Don't think twice. It's all right. So... Jess, it's a big day for us. Not yeah. only is it the day before September 11th as we record this. Yeah. Huge day. Huge day. Uh, it is our third birthday. Mm-hmm. We are now three, entering the terrible threes. Yep. We've always been terrible, but we're especially grabby at this age. Yep. Watch out for your earrings and hair. And Summer of Sci-Fi is continuing, although... We may have to call, start calling it, like, um, sci-fi fall time pretty soon. Yeah, that's true. Because we're really pushing it. Mm-hmm. But that's we're, what we do we're here. We're pushing it right to the edge. And if we get too far into that edge, onto that edge, over mm-hmm. that edge, we yes. might fall. <laughs> <laughs> or we are the edge. Yeah. And we're playing like the edge, on the edge. And we don't fall. We just download our music into your iPhone without you asking. Yeah. Oh, right. The edge. Ugh. The edge. You too. Um, for, yes, you too. For Jess's and Kansas's third birthday, we're brewing up a little bit of, I guess, a cocktail of things for ourselves, for mm-hmm. each other. Um. After this episode, Jess and I will be taking a short, long, who knows, hiatus. Yes. Um, don't worry. Candace and Jess are still besties. And also, don't worry. Candace and Jess still will be looking at covers of books and judging them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a guarantee. Um, but we will be taking a step back from the the basement. Well, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. But our page will still be there for you. Our email will still be there for you. And we will be behind the scenes cooking up something. 
Mm-hmm. Special. Pulling the strings, the mm-hmm. puppet masters of our own uh, creation. Why not? Yeah. I think I can tell that Jess and I both don't know what to say. We were thinking about like not saying anything, but we have to yeah. say something. Yeah, no, we definitely, we have to say something to the... Uh, our, uh, our, 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 the fans that have been here since the beginning, that have listened to all the episodes, that have uh, just helped us and supported us and kept us doing this. Um, yeah. Yeah, we really love you guys. And three years feels like a huge accomplishment. Um, we have never missed a show and we have enjoyed every moment of it. So there is nothing about, and there's no bad feelings. In fact, I will explore it a little bit more with my judgment today. Yeah. I really feel that just from seeing the cover when you sent that to me earlier, I do feel that is a very, very fitting cover after we have just spoken of, um, yeah, just letting people know that this is this is what's sort of happening. Yeah. You know, that we are going to take a breather, we're going to take a little break, and it might be a short break. It might be a, a longer then short break mm-hmm. but also it might be a forever break um, right I mean and that's also not going to be a forever break that we will never be working together in a creative fashion because I don't think that will happen we're not going to stop no. working together in creative fashion we're still going to do that but we might shift gears and shift to something different right set this on the back burner Something we didn't consider when we started was an end. And um, I don't know if you guys know this, but there are secondhand books everywhere. And we could both die after long lives. Jess and I say Jess makes it to 89 and I make it to 92, 93. Nobody yes. really knows because no. I lie about my age. <laughs> I, I live longer than Jess. I just assume, mm-hmm. you know, that's the male, written, female. That's written in the cover. <laughs> right. And we could die um, and there would still be after a long life be millions and trillions of books to judge so we don't really know i don't know what what how can there ever be an end to judging there can't there that's just true can't be. that's true i'm sure that there'd be if there was an end to judging there would be a lot of people in like the uh in the court systems like world court systems that would be out of a right. job if they're like no more yeah. judging and then be like well okay no. i guess i'll hang up my powdered wig and, yeah. and small wooden hammer yeah, but a piss off that would be. Yeah. Um, and with all of that, it's so crazy. And Jess, it, do you, you have feel that, like... like big gown as well? Oh, they, it's a have, fancy job. Have you ever talked to a judge? Other than you, no. Oh yeah. Oh, am I? Yeah. Okay. You're your judge. But I mean, like, a, I mean, like in the court system, judge. No, I have not. Oh, I did once, not because I was on trial, but I was called to be a juror for jury duty. I and, do remember. Yeah, and then I said, "No, I can't. I can't be a juror because nope. I need the to rural juror." Yeah, rural juror. Did you um? Did, did you feel like that intro was as rocky as I did? We just keep, we just keep swimming, right? We always have. We just keep yeah. swimming. I mean, that's sort of the the we've got the thing out. We've spoken right. of the thing that we has has been on our minds. Uh, right. The weight that's been on our minds for the last couple recordings. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, again, it's not that we are falling out as friends or falling out in a creative sense. It's just 
uh, you know, yeah, we've been doing it for three years. <laughs> the first year of which, if you guys don't remember, we were doing this every week. Yeah. Like, that was nuts. That was, cr- I don't know how that we were able to do that. We pumped out an episode every week. It was um, great. It Thanks was great. To the it editor. was amazing. Um, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we just need a, a break creatively, I guess that is. Right. right. Yeah. Adventures on other planets, if you will. Exactly. Um, you know, just in case I don't get to do a podcast of Horror 4, I really wanted to start today's episode with a little horror story, if I could. Of course you can. This, my is our, mom, this is our podcast. We can do whatever yeah, the hell we want. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. My mom has every album Limp Biscuit released. Okay. Yeah. If that doesn't terrify you, I don't know what will. But while dealing with not so much the chocolate starfish, but the hot dog flavored water the other day, we have an ancient wiener machine at work, right? Oh. It's one of those spinny carnival ones that I have to load each morning and, you know, men come in for their coffee in the morning and like a like a hot dog Ferris do wheel. Like a hot dog Ferris wheel, yeah. Ugh. And it's, it's kind and of it's atrocious. A, and it's a spectator sport, huh? It definitely is. Uh it keeps us really warm. The yeah. weenie glow is a big deal. Oh. We also call it Weenie Wednesday. We love to yell that uh, repeatedly. It's a good time. Weenie Wednesday is a good time. Yeah. But the other day as I was plugging it in, I imagined myself being severely el- electrocuted to the point where I, d- I perished. But I reanimate because the thick soles of my Jaden Max Doc Martens mm-hmm. stop the electrical current, right, from yeah, circling me. because you're grounded. And I end up growing like... A wiener. I just, <laughs> I don't grow a wiener, you guys, but I grow like a wiener and I mm-hmm. get really tall um, and really thin. Yeah. And all I can ever look for in this life is ketchup and mustard mm-hmm. and a bun to call home. And that is my horror story for today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Forever, forever cursed to walk the earth in a wiener. A wiener. Yeah. Looking for a bun? <laughs> Looking for a bun. Um, yeah. And, you know, we Jess and I were talking earlier before we started recording about doing a songs that floored you today. We were both like, are we doing one? And I, I think we should. Yeah. I think we should do one. Um, Jess, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can go first. Um, so I, I had a couple of different, like... Um, a couple of different routes I wanted to take with this because again I didn't know if we were doing songs that floored you Um, and then I had this other idea because of the hiatus talk mm-hmm. is that is am I going to do or should I do should we do instead of songs that floored you should it be songs to roll credits to which mm-hmm. There's a certain there's a certain sadness that comes comes along with that, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, nobody wants to see the end or hear the end, especially when it comes as a sudden surprise. Um, but I don't know. I felt I felt that that's kind of like there's a certain poetic element to that that I found kind of nice and comforting. That's um, very sweet. Yeah. So I 
yeah, I, I, I had two songs in mind, and one was just that I couldn't get out of my head. And the first time Perfect. that I heard it, it was kind of like definitely not in the wheelhouse of tunes that I would normally say. And I think I'm going to go with that one. Um, and this one could be songs to roll credits to, uh, but it's also songs that floored you. And this one did floor me coming back from uh, the Okanagan on my last trip out there with uh, my lovely girlfriend, Rachel. Um, we were adventuring along and she had been doing a big, long stretch driving. And uh, she had asked, she, she was requesting songs to the DJ, which was me. And so I was doing my best to get those songs to her. One of the songs she recorded or requested was a song by Natasha Bedingfield. Do you know <laughs> Natasha Bedingfield? Yes, I do. Okay. And then the song is These Words. Yeah. Yeah. These words are my own. Yeah. yeah. That actually could count for one of mine too. So that's <laughs> my... That right there, that's my songs that floored me for this week because it was that. And then I just thought about like kind of the, the going out uh, yeah. as we are. And I was just thinking, you know, hey, um, what do I th- what do I want to say to like all the people that have, have listened to all the shows? And if you've ever told anyone to, hey, check out this show. Hey, give it a listen. Hey, someone like that. Um and even all the authors for writing books. That's what I want to say to you is that I do love you. Uh, and um, like three times though, right? Yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like four. Doesn't she just it say it be. a lot? She like she's like screw rhythm. I'm just gonna say I love you a bunch. And you're like, oh, that's yeah. kind of nice, Natasha Bedingfield. You know, I I love you too. I I suppose to a certain extent. <laughs> you seem like you seem like you are good at combing your hair. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. that song really hit me too. I kind of forgot about it and I'll have to go back and listen to it again. But I remember feeling pretty special about it when I heard it for the first time in 2004. Maybe it was like more like 2005. Yeah. I have to look. I like that you've heard it in like 2004, 2005, whereas I heard it in 2021. Yeah. If well, I heard everybody... it before that, it just did not. Yeah. And I think it's not really a radio hit. It's like, but it was somewhere. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it was a commercial or something because I'm, you know, you'll hear a little snippet of something and then find it for yourself. Yeah. And I don't recall. You'll have to ask Rachel where she heard it. And maybe then we can track it down. I mean, it could be one of those ones that it was just bigger in the UK. It definitely yeah. was, I think. Yeah, because I, yeah. think, I think that's probably what it was because there's definitely songs that she absolutely loves that I've never heard before. But I also sort right. of from like the early 2000s until like the late 2010s, I basically had my head under a musical rock and was listening to only like weird ass underground yeah. stuff. So I really only connected back into more popular music in the last year and a half. Tro, tro, tro. I get that. I get that. And that's something that I wanted to point out about Songs That Floored You. I was thinking about it a little bit. And Songs That Floored You isn't what is cool or what is something that you would leave behind and say, or even something that you would run into someone and be like, you need to check this out. Songs That Floored You is songs that took you by surprise, songs that hit you really hard the first time you heard them and you instantly loved. Yeah. And some of my very favorite songs 
I, it didn't happen like that. It's like, you know, you get to know them, you get to love them. Um, and some songs you just hear them once and they're ear candy and that's totally fine. It's not, it doesn't have to be the coolest thing or the thing that you like the most. It's, it's a feeling of just like, whoa, you know, you know? Yeah. 100%. It's just, it's, you, you get it into your ears and it's a beautiful thing. It's exactly it. And the songs that floored you that I chose for today, um, and I did, I struggled with this because I felt like for a little goodbye episode, it was hard to pick something. Um, But what I did pick, and I'm not saying it's good, guys, and I'm not saying that I understand it now, but... uh, when Mindless Self-Indulgence released You'll Rebel to Anything in 2000, I'm going to say it was 2005. Yes. <laughs> I loved that album so much. And the first song on the album, well, that's not the one that I wanted mm-hmm. to say. The first oh. song on the album. Yeah. I know it, the one. I'm familiar with that. Well, you should be. Um, shut me up. Yep. When I first heard that song, it was electric. I loved that album. Yeah. Absolutely. And coming from, it was at Frankenstein Girls, the album before, it was a lot different. It was a different feeling, but it was so well done. They did a cover of Tom Sawyer that like you could share with your parents. Yeah. Um, and it was just an electrifying album. The reason I was stumbling over the words of what the first song was was because I also wanted to say that Straight to Video, which is the third song on the track list, um was at, was the same. Like it those songs really hit me. I loved them. Yeah, I mean that I I will sit, I will speak 100% in agreement to that whole album as well. That one took me by surprise cuz I was mm-hmm. like it got thrown on while I was working in a kitchen. And I'm like, what is this? And someone's like, oh, MSI. And I'm like, I don't understand your abbreviations. Tell me more. And yeah. then they're like, oh, no, it's mindless self-indulgence. And I was like, can you get me a copy of this? And they're like, yeah. And then, yeah. That no, was... that is the feeling of that album. It's like, how can I have this? Yeah. Like, it was so electrifying. And I got to see them live and like... It was 2006, but the album was released in 2005. So I'm a little confused about like if they were just touring that long or like whatever, or maybe I went in 2005. I don't know. That's but it was at that It was at that cultural center um, in East Van. The Croatian Cultural Center? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, I think it was an all ages show. I was wearing these very giant boots and a polyester coffin dress. Like this dress was like, hundred years old and I was so hot yeah I was so uncomfortably hot I remember at one point this girl on I'm guessing on Molly or ecstasy or something Molly Mm -hmm. um lost the ball on her lip ring and like looked at me to help her in this mosh pit and I always wanted to help people that's something I I always wanted to be on the team of someone who needs me Mm -hmm. but that is a uh, that is never going to happen. We will yeah. never find this. I cannot be attached to you. You're freaking me out. That was that's one of the like, craziest shows ever. That's like trying to, sorry, I was going to say, that's like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but also the haystack is going to kick you. Yeah. And it's nice. A lip ring in a haystack. Yeah. 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 It was insane. And it was such a great experience. And when I look, when I think about songs that floored me and like 
you know, that shut me up. We used to play it on acoustic guitars and like sing it really nice. Oh, yeah. And like have fun, fun (laughs) renditions of it, me and my friends. And like when I hear that album, even today, it gives me a certain taste, certain smell. It takes me right back to being... I don't know how old I was, like 16, 17. I don't yeah. know. Maybe even younger. Yeah. I remember laying in bed with friends and being like, you got to hear this, man. Mm-hmm. And like playing like the mixtape with a few MSI songs on it. Um, yeah. It really made me happy then. Understandably. And now, that's, again, that's I, one of those ones. That's like a, that's one of my essential kitchen albums was that for sure. one. Was like cooking to that. Like, hell yeah. When it's all crazy and shit. Yeah. Oh, MSI. Yeah. Hands down, and no now problem. when I'm listening back, because I do like the songs and I try to listen, I'm like, there's a lot of lyrics that I can't even understand in this. I don't know what everything is saying. I'm not getting it all. But the feeling that I got from that album the first time I heard it is indescribable. And I actually just yeah. didn't bring this up to you before the show because I wanted to see your reaction. But I was worried you weren't going to like MSI. Really? Because I remember liking Diane Word, and or I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. And you were like, "I don't like those guys." And I, I thought was like, it was Oh, Di Yeah, I guess yeah. that's the same thing that you said. I'm gonna just yeah. I'll edit that out. We're not, me we're not gonna <laughs> t- we're not gonna be Eminem about it and like yeah. mispronounce their name and have them hate us because I know they're listening mm-hmm. and I would do anything to um, not bother them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that was a real no. That was know, on my on my list of like kitchen essentials. Was that one because it was just. Yeah, I, that's one of those albums that I can sit down and listen to the whole thing. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. good. Yeah. Once again, we nailed it. I guess we're friends for a reason. But... Yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to talk about before, like, you know, I got to talk about my um, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored yeah. water. I got to talk about being reanimated after being horribly electrocuted by a wiener machine. That was kind of the same story. I got to talk about um, a few things. Is yeah. there anything on your mind that you would like to talk about? I do. Um, so um, this is the thing, and this is what I've sort of been dealing with the last couple of weeks um, since since we discussed and decided that with the hiatus coming up, um, that is like that I don't like I don't really know what to say. Yeah. And there's like I've tried to sit down and just like write and be honest and just write things and it just doesn't necessarily come out in a way that I'm contented with or satisfied with. Um right. but you know, just sort of that feeling like you're just pulled in so many different directions. Um and I know that like in life right now I am definitely feel like I'm pulled in a lot of different directions, which is not fun. Um yeah, but I hurts. did I did take a moment. I wrote something really quick which I might expand upon um once I read it out loud cuz I've only written it and I haven't read it out loud yet, so I don't know how that's going to go cuz that's always an interesting thing. Um Right. So um we've spent the last 3 years hanging out writing stories, being silly, and making songs, which, sure, we didn't do a heck of a lot of the last part of that, um, at, like, consistently, but it was still, like, a very fun thing that I feel is definitely part of the show, this creation. Like, we just went in there. Whatever our hearts desired, we, we created it. it. We got to do it to the best of our ability and even then it never stopped us and the fact that um this 
uh, this being, this beast, this this world that we've created, um, it just sort of feels like, I don't know, I've never done anything like this. And I've never done anything like this that has gone farther than a couple of, like a month or two. Like everything I've always done, it has um, fizzled out um, quickly, whether it's been uh, myself not having a full amount of interest or others that are involved in the project not having a full-on focus and, and wanting to keep going and just sort of like, you know, even if it's just like, well, hey, let's just do one more. Well, hey, let's just do one more. Um, getting to that point, um, th- I've never done anything like this. And it's been, I just, I don't know. I just want to thank you, Candace, uh, for b- being the other half to for making this fever dream written written out born on a scrap of construction paper a reality because like i don't know like if it wasn't you doing this it wouldn't have been the same it would never have been the same and it was it was just us making this together that's been like one of the coolest things that i've ever done (laughs) in my in my 38 years on this planet all right, are you trying to make me cry right now? Nah, a lot. Of, I only yeah. did. I wrote down like three sentences, so a lot of that stuff was, uh, you know, yeah. A lot of that was just out, out, straight out of the gates, out of the heart, and all that. Because, uh, yeah, that's. I don't know. It's one of the I can say things. the same. This was a crazy experience, and to anyone who's thinking about starting a podcast or doing a podcast, like, do it, hundred yeah. percent. Um, we watched people, our friends start up around the same time as us and not stay with it. And, um, you know, I still think that they had great times and it was worth it, whether it lasts a year, three years, 10 years, because, you know, that's the truth too, is a lot of the big dogs that we love, these huge, um, companies basically that are these podcasts now been at it for 10 to 15 years. Yeah. That's a wild ride. And the dedication that it takes to create something like this is, yeah, I've never done anything like it either. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And I can agree, Jess, that it couldn't have been anyone else but you and um, our humble beginnings on our yellow scre- sheet of paper and yeah. our little yellow logo that we so much loved. Um, uh, you I- know. there's one thing that I would like to add and it's just adding on to something that you said saying that if there's anyone listening that if they want to start a podcast do it 100% and I'm going to add to that and just saying if so do it 100% but make sure you do it 100% like go go hard and just take chances and uh, you know don't be afraid (laughs) Don't be afraid of the night. (laughs) Yeah, don't be afraid of the night. Um, The night belongs to us. And I also, like, I guess I'm being pretty candid. I'm kind of expressing myself straight from the heart here, which this episode's a little different than the rest of the shows that we've done. Um, But I think a little bit. I don't think it's too (laughs) far out because we've had some episodes that have definitely been, you know, 
not necessarily like the 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 us trying to just do a bunch of goofs and make each other right. laugh and all that kind of stuff. Um, sometimes things hit harder to home or things hit harder. And yeah, and that's okay. You don't have to be like always like that. Right. And I do think the interesting part for me is that what I need a break from isn't the show itself. Um, I'm really struggling with social media and figuring out where our brand and us lie inside that. Yeah. Um, the recording it, the making it, the talking, the setting it up, that's all super fun and fun forever. Yeah. Like none of that is any of the reason of a hiatus. The hiatus is to allow creative juices to be squirted upon other parts of our lives. Just squirting. Yeah. Those creative juices. As they do. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone has any pointers for that, like how can you create a podcast and share it with people without doing any social media or branding? How do you do that? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I have an answer. Um, yeah. Yeah. What a ride. It's been a hell of a ride. We're not calling it the finale. No. We had fu- we had a fun time thinking about making a finale episode, but we decided we're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, this is It's our show. We get to choose. That's ha- Yeah. You you're not the boss of us. You just no, have this, you have some creative input. <laughs> this could be this could be like the end of season 3 and then season 4 starts in a while or it could be like the end of season 3 and then our our teams never come back. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Um, or it could be like the end, like the end of, I don't know, season whatever of Futurama where they got canceled and then they didn't do Futurama for like a couple of years right. and then they came back. It could be like Futurama. And then they got canceled again and then they came back again and finished it off. But left I it am- open <laughs> to maybe it might come back a third, fourth time. Who knows? It, Matt Groening. Futurama. Matt Groening, looking your way. Yeah, I thank you for listening, Matt. Um, also, guys, I started the episode kind of like talking about how it's the day before September 11th. That's a little weird. I because by the time this airs, it will be days after. Yes. But I just wanted to say before I go into the judgment, there is a new show, a new podcast. It doesn't need any more plugs because everyone I know is talking about it as far as like podcasts and creators go. Um, this nine twelve show. That is based on the day after or the time after 9-11. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I have enjoyed listening to the first two episodes so much. Um, I've actually really been enjoying going into just kind of listening to a lot of this September 11th stuff. I'm getting kind of like caught up in it. To think that it was 20 years ago, I work with people who weren't even alive yet. And I just can't believe that yeah um but 912 awesome and actually uh the guy who makes it uh used to write for the daily show which if any of us remember 911 and the daily show if you didn't fucking love john stewart and the writers with all your heart that was a time to really love john stewart i thought he was the most sincere um because everyone in late night kind of disappeared for a couple days and yeah. whatever yeah But, and. Oh, no, I was just saying that. I don't know what I was saying. I didn't, I said and, and then I immediately did not have anywhere to jump from, from there. So. That's all right, Jess. It's an and, mm. Mm -hmm. but something that really like 
squeezed my heart juice right out Mm -hmm. was that they talked about George Carlin a lot in the I think mostly in the second episode yeah and my love for George Carlin like if we could do records that floored you like every single one of my George Carlin records like I love the man and he did a really interesting bit about uh I think I think it was I kind of like it when a lot of people die (laughs) that was his yeah (laughs) I might not be saying it right I'm just saying it from memory but he was doing some material for um, the first few days leading up to 9-11. And that was his bit that he was trying out. Yeah. And they play it. I've actually not been able to find a soundbite that's quite as good as the one on the podcast. But they were talking about how um, basically he gets into like whole things like the universe splits open. And, you know, like the describing words and the feeling that George can do that I cannot do. Yeah. Um, but I've been feeling like that a lot lately. I've been feeling like the universe is just going to absolutely split open. And that's a beautiful thing about art and things that you love is it's not showing you something new. A lot of the time when there's a song that floored you or a something you hear that floors you, it's not a new idea. It's actually a piece of your heart being ripped out and shown to you. And you're like, holy fuck, I love that so much. Yeah. That is not my original idea. I don't know where I heard someone explain it that way. It was just within this week. So I'm worried that it's actually in that same podcast. But, you know, that when you really are enlightened or completely connected to something, it's actually a mirror looking at you that is making you feel that way. Um, Makes you better. Makes you understand yourself better. And that's the beauty of art and all things messy and delicious. Yeah. Um. But yes, check out that episode. There's just two of them up right now. And um, have a happy anniversary. It's as, I, I mean, wish, as best you can. Oh my God. I wish George was here now to, to kind of talk about all of the stuff going on with COVID because I feel like he'd be a real voice, an interesting voice to yeah. hear at this yeah. time. And uh, greatly, greatly missed. But anyways, as I go. This is my soapbox, and I'm going to shout it, okay? Yeah, yeah. We might get only so many more opportunities. <laughs> right. We don't know. Yeah. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. First, thank you for sharing. But also, uh, I noticed you brought a book today. Uh, first of all, you're welcome. I'm a babbling brook. And second of all, yes, I did. Ooh. I brought a book today. Tell Summer me more. of Sci-Fi. Turning into Sci-Fi of Fall Time. Mm-hmm. Okay, this book is emotionally and beautifully named Adventures on Other Planets. Now, when I got this book, I didn't know about our adventures on other planets yet. But when it came clear to me, I knew this was the book for today's episode. And let me clear my throat. <coughs> Kick it over here, baby pop. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is edited by Donald A. Wolheim. Yep. Which is a name I recognize. Yeah. I feel like, uh, wait, Jess, who wrote it, though? See, I was looking at that. I'm hoping that it's in exciting science fiction by Simak von Vogt. Vogt? Simak von Vogt Leinster D. Williams. But I Leinster. think... Leinster. Wow. Well, at least we know that in, you know, 112 episodes... We still are terrible at pronouncing everything. Yeah. Um, I think it's 
If I was to take a gamble, I would say there might be multiple stories in this book instead of one oh, person okay. with a long name. Yeah. Right. I really like that. This book is absolutely beautiful. It was given to me in a little plastic outfit. Yeah. A little, little baggy. Which used, I really love. Like the, like what they used to put drugs in? Well, no. Like what they used to put comics in or what oh, they still okay. put comics in. Yeah. One of those um, protection. Yeah. The protection yeah. sleeve. Love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely love it. I'm, I'm absolutely. I've fallen in love with this cover. Oh God, how could you not? Yeah. Wait till wait till you see it, guys. It's a real stunner. So, absolutely beautiful. Adventures on other planets. Uh, there is a handwritten ten on the front. It could be a seventy, but I think it's a ten. It's yeah. a terrible red ink. Um, it says ten and then two. So I'm thinking it's ten to two. They're trying to do the closing mm-hmm. shift on the ship, and. It's a big day because not it's not a normal day. <laughs> Working okay. ten to two. <laughs> yeah, it's Gonna not a normal have day, a guys. Weekend. Gonna go and have some adventures on other planets. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening is they're closing down their ship. This team is doing the you know doing the closing shift on a really big day, and they yeah. are about to. Uh, Oh my gosh, you guys, I hit all three goals. My Apple Watch says, don't you know I'm recording my podcast? <laughs> oh, so they're doing Apple. the closing ship. They've all got their brooms out. They're, they've <laughs> put all the chairs up on the on the spaceship. They've got uh, Romeo and Juliet cranked by the Dire Straits, and they're just doing that last oh. sweep up. Fuck yes, yeah. Jess. There's a song that floored there me. There we go. Hell yeah. But I didn't know... I didn't. I say I abused Lou Reed's Romeo and Juliet for yes, I did around Christmas time. That oh. was a song that floored me because I love it and I love both those songs yeah. very much. I love the Dire Straits. I love mm-hmm. them. Okay. Love that. We're gonna Mark, have to have another Mark episode Knopfler. now. Watch your Knopfler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, they're they're playing some Dire Straits. Jess is having a drink, mm-hmm. but he was in the middle of a thought. Yep, that was the end of my thought. It was just well, the rest of the crew, song. the rest of the crew is leaving. They're getting on this jet. Mm-hmm. They're leaving they're on a waving. jet plane, and they don't know if they'll be back again. Mm-hmm. Not sure if it's the end or just a little break. Um, so this book is really just about leaving for an adventure that uh, you don't know what's going to happen yet, and the excitement and the bustle of getting everything ready. Because really, isn't that the funnest part? Getting everything ready. Yeah, um, the hustle and the bustle. And I also wanted to point out that it's really interesting how, you know, adventures on other planets, for us humans, we don't really leave this planet that much. No, not in the conventional no. sense. No, and there are a few of us leaving every once in a while, but, you know, they're leaving in a giant dick rocket and... They don't take very many of us with them, right? No. They take their other rich friends and be like, who wants to ride the dick? Yeah, exactly. The dicks are for my friends. Mm -hmm. Another MSI song. (laughs) Um, But we really can get completely, like what we're doing every day is our planet. And if you are in a world, if you're in a planet that's, full of gloom and things aren't going very well then that's your adventure and sometimes our planets are shiny and bright and there's new adventures around every corner so 
I think sometimes we don't get to choose our planet, but if you're in a moment of life where you can choose your planet, choose the planet that's best for you yeah. and, uh, and you know, work 10 to 2 because that seems like a really good schedule. Yeah, that seems pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you could get anything done in that time, but maybe. Mm. Eat, but work, yeah. work through lunch. Yeah, it's a, it's a book. It's got a great cover. It's given me closing time vibes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, you know, there might be a few stories in this book. I don't know. Makes sense if there is. And I know we're not supposed to do this, but... I just took a peek. Yeah. Are you going to read says, the last page? <laughs> no, but it does say New Worlds to Conquer on the first page. That's... And this is something I hate. It says 25 cents on the outside, but it says $5 on the inside, and I think mm, that's a crazy markup. That's inflation. Want to go to Venus? Maybe. That's the first... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's I like that. Part. What was that thing about uh, adventures on other planets or something like that? What did you say? Well... I said a lot. There was about you adventures. opened the cover and you read the yeah. thing and it said something uh, adventures. Oh, on, it said story. New worlds, new worlds to conquer. New worlds to conquer, and I think that's yeah. an excellent take. You know, if there was a moral ever, if we ever decided to put a moral into one of our episodes, uh, I think new worlds to conquer is an excellent uh, quote. If you want a quotable thing. Right yeah. there, new worlds to conquer, new adventures, new, uh, new creations. Yeah, I think that this book has—it's dripping in symbolism as far as what we need it for, which also goes to show that you can really find meaning in anything. Yeah. Um, even a secondhand book handed to you by a an old timer in a plastic casing. Mm-hmm. Um, this has really been special and I think it did everything we needed it to do today. 100, 110%. Yeah, um, 112. Mm-hmm. 112%. 112%. You know, I had an idea that I was like, you know what, if it's the, if it is the, this, uh, the hiatus episode, I wanted to do one of the things that I wanted to do. And that was 12 minutes of perfect silence. But that's an audio nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I was ready. I was holding in yeah, with you. I know. Well, it was, that's the thing is that I looked at it and I was like, wait, she'll commit to the bit. And then you did. And then you smiled. And I was like, I can't keep it going for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> you also knew that I thought to myself, he's the one that has to break this. Yep. I will not. So you felt the pressure. You oh, felt I did. the responsibility. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the pressure. Under pressure. Um, so Candace. Yes, Jess. Uh, who would you recommend this book for? <laughs> well, anybody who's had a podcast for three years and absolutely loves it but doesn't really know what's happening and where to go and maybe needs to take a little break but isn't sure what that means or how to make an episode about what that means. It's for those people. Right on. Excellent. I feel that's hitting close to home. Yeah. Um, when was this book written? This book was written today. 
Right on. Oh, yeah. Which is also really amazing. Mm -hmm. That's quite the amazing task and feat. Um, What do you say about my feet? (laughs) (laughs) So, Candace. Yes, sir. Uh, if you were to rate this here book (laughs) on the Candace and Jess food scale of rating books, highest uh, being a noodle dish is all noodles are created equal in the eyes of noodle Jesus. Um, (laughs) And the bottom opposite end is a gas station banana. Well, this book is a reanimated hot dog. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you'll get sick if you eat it mm-hmm. but if you don't you'll die well what's your favorite food what is your favorite food in the whole world like Jess? me personally yeah you um that's a that's like the most difficult question because there's so much food that my favorite food is food Okay. Like Okay, so this book is food. Yeah. Like it's so difficult for me to choose one because I'm like, oh, but like something on rice would be really good. Something specific on rice would also be really good. Um just rice is also pretty like that's like I love rice. It's too. so good. Um yeah. yeah, and then like you want like oh do you, but it's like are you feeling something crunchy? Oh no, are you feeling something soft? Crunch. Something sweet, something salty, something sour? something all of those things like to choose one food group is is i don't know that's too big of a question for me okay well then i i think for this uh episode we have to just say it's up to interpretation because i agree i don't want to i don't want to say it's a hot dog i don't want a hot dog i would i would eat a hot dog okay well then (laughs) yeah maybe it is a hot dog i don't know yeah when you were talking about hot dogs earlier and then I was like, I started thinking about, oh, man, I could go for a hot dog. And then I was thinking, you know, it'd be really good. A hot dog with just like the OG three ketchup, mustard and relish. Bite the weenie riz yeah. with relish. Hell okay. Yeah. Double meaning with relish, like right away. And with relish, like the topping. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, You don't do sauerkraut? Banana peppers, onions? Uh, I do, but if I'm just going for, like, usually when I make hot dogs, I go crazy. I'll make two, and I'll go crazy on one. Just whatever yeah, my uh, heart's content. Crazy, crazy on you. And the and other, one the other one is, just... like, the simple, like, one, one line of ketchup. Of each. One line of mustard, ballpark yellow mustard. And then mm-hmm. if uh, the best line that you can possibly do of relish, and that's the perfect amount of condiment for that hot dog experience i fucking love mustard man hell yeah yeah it's good it's good stuff mm. i also got to meet jess's dog today mm-hmm. taylor she's very sweet she is she's a, she's pretty she, fantastic she yeah. is also a jerk from time to time <laughs> yeah and that's what pets do mm-hmm. but they love yeah that is very true yeah uh and we go for walks and she sniffs the world Aw, yep. Taylor Sniff's world. It's like Jimmy Eat World, but not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Jimmy Eat World if Jimmy was a dog and only used his nose. You know what other album or what other music I was thinking about songs that floored you today? What's that? The Strokes, Is This It? Oh. You ever listen to that album? No. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Okay. But... I just didn't feel it for this one, but no, like that's fair. 
Is This It is a really good album. Yeah. And, oh, I guess it has some meaning, too, because we don't really know, do we? Yeah. That's very, very, very true. That might be somewhere in there. Is This is this It? Was that what it was? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Huh. Um, <sighs> I don't know. What do we? Where do we go from here? I think we just tell everybody that you've been listening to Katniss and Just Judge a Book by its cover for three years now. Yeah. Uh, summer, a summer of sci-fi has now wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to leave you on a little sweet treat note where we don't really know where to where we're going from here. But thanks. Yeah. Yeah. For being on the road with us. Definitely. Thank you for coming along this journey. And we'll see you at the next stop, whatever that is. Wherever mm-hmm. that might be. Um, yeah. I'm Jess. <laughs> yep. And I'm Candace. Yeah. And you guys can still email us at candaceandjess at gmail.com. Yeah. We also have the Instagram open. And, um, you know, if you want to get at us, that's a really quick and fast way to do it as well. Yeah. Website isn't up at this point but if you want to buy any merch we still have some so just let us know yeah we can, we'll work out a deal um for sure yeah or and i guess also i mean uh yeah all the episodes are still going to be up so if you got a hankering for any of that old stuff we got it all there go and take a listen share it with yeah. a friend um share it with a loved one loved one um, you know what is going to make a real nice Christmas experience is just you forcing your family at Christmas to listen to several hours of this show that we made sometimes around Christmas. Right. Yeah. You could do like three Christmas episodes. You could. Or three yeah. Halloween episodes. You could. Mm-hmm. Or the Arbor Day episodes that we never, because we didn't. We, you know, Arbor Day is not the same everywhere all over the world. This bothered Jess. We had an intro for Arbor Day. <sighs> we had such a good intro. <laughs> maybe you can use it for this one. Maybe. Maybe I might throw the Arbor Day intro at the beginning. Or just like in the episode. Or it'll be at yeah. the end of the episode. If I can dig it out. If I can find the Arbor Day intro, I will put it in right here. But if I didn't find it right. then there'll just be a gap it's the second gap of no talking in the episode right yeah we're going off we're going off we get to do whatever we want yeah, yeah. spotify um, will have us yeah we'll be up there we'll be on the places where you can find the shows um yeah uh i guess you've been listening to candace and jess judge a book by its cover i'm jess i'm candace uh and i guess i'll cue that outro music 